Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, I recently attended Richard Branson's 72nd birthday bash, which was held in the Caribbean on Virgin Voyages maiden ship Scarlet Lady. During the trip, I had the great opportunity to interview Tom McAlpin, the president of the world's newest cruise line, Virgin Voyages, about how the brand has reimagined cruising. I started by asking Tom to provide us with an overview of an illustrious career which has spanned 35 years in the international cruise industry. Well, I started my career in public accounting where I worked for KPMG and shortly after that had an opportunity, was recruited by one of the cruise companies and I went to work for actually a company called Admiral Cruises which merged with Royal Caribbean and stayed at Royal for about eight years. I ran the corporate and strategic planning group there and did a lot of fun stuff. One of the things we did was, you know, we evaluated an opportunity to do a joint venture with Disney. We couldn't make that deal work, but when Disney decided to do it themselves, they recruited me to be the first CFO. So I wrote the business plan for Disney Cruise Line, grew in that career as to chief of operations and then president for five years. And 2009 had an opportunity to move back to South Florida where my family uh, is from. And uh, I was recruited by the world. The world is the one ship fleet, the world's largest private yacht, 160 apartments on board. You buy an apartment for let's say $5 million. Uh, you pay a half a million dollars a year in maintenance and you get the luxury of traveling around the world. So I, I did that for six years. About three years into it, I was approached by the folks from Virgin and saying, look, we're interested in starting a cruise business. Will you, will you help us? And so we worked about two years while I was still at the world on you know late nights, early mornings, weekends, holidays, vacation days, you name it. And then we had to raise capital. So we went out and raised $750 million of capital. And at that time, Bain Capital came in, and they're one of our major investors. And then I came over officially. So really looking at almost eight years um, officially, close to 10 years unofficially. And what attracted you to Virgin Voyages? Some might say it was risky, a brand new cruise company focused specifically at the adult market, a niche that hadn't been created or tested before. Well, I think the draw was, look, we need when you launch a business like this, and look, this has not been done many times in the past. The last time it was done was with Disney. There are a lot of barriers to entry into this market. You know, there's an incredible amount of capital that is needed, the infrastructure to support it. You need a brand, a strong brand. I mean, I often joke, we couldn't do this as Tom's Cruise Line. So we needed a brand that could carry us, that had strong recognition, and that's why the Virgin fits so well. I'll tell you, when we first started this business, it wasn't just to attract adults. It, it was adult-centric, but we were going to have you know, kids on board, and as we did more research, obviously, we decided that you know, it was best for it to be uh, exclusively adults. Yeah, provide us with a little bit more insight into that research that you did to prove that there was actually a niche in that market, and more importantly, a market in that niche. Yeah, so we, we did research, we did um, a focus group, we also did um, some quantitative research, the feedback that we got is that, you know, it came from moms, to be honest with you, that they wanted this experience. They wanted a getaway. They wanted to be able to enjoy themselves too. But they didn't feel comfortable bringing their kids because kids aren't controllable. And um, they wanted to have a good time and they didn't want to ruin someone else's vacation. And think about what you can do if you don't have children aboard. Look, we love kids. I have two ch- children. I have two grand- grandkids. But... You can do a lot more without kids aboard. I mean, you don't have to worry about, and, and I came from Disney, so I know all about what it's like running a ship with kids. But you don't get in an elevator and the kid pushes all the buttons. You don't have, you know, there's a, I think a, 
chemical reaction when children jump in the water. They scream. And so you don't have these screaming. If you're trying to have a cool adult vibe on the, uh, the pool deck, you can't do that with a bunch of screaming kids. You know, we don't have gangs of 13 and 14-year-olds running around at 2 o'clock in the morning. You know, so it's a different experience, a much more sophisticated experience. Look, and, you know, you have to give something up. Of course, we don't have that third and fourth revenue, which means the third and fourth person in the, in the cabin. So you give up a little bit of that revenue. But we have always been, the premise of our business is to create a completely differentiated experience. And if you're going to differentiate yourself, you've got to figure out what you're willing to give up. Disney created an experience for children, for families. We're creating an experience for, for adults. They gave up casinos in order to attract the family market. You know, and I, and I wrote that business plan. That was a tough one to do. We gave up you know, the kids in order to create something very different and very special. Launched in August 2021, how would you describe Virgin Voyages? Well, it is a very unique business, a very unique company. Everything that we do is about differentiation. Starts with our name. Virgin Cruises would have been too easy. Virgin Voyages tells you more about the journey that you're going to go on. Our ships are purposely built as mid-sized ships. So these are not, not behemoth five, 6,000 passenger ships or 2,700 passengers. So, you know, people were concerned about mass and scale. They wanted a more intimate experience. We can do that on board. Everything we do is different. Six different dining rooms. So you get to go to a different restaurant each time. And these are, these are not just a theme. These are restaurants that you would want to go to on land. These are restaurants you would want to go to in London or New York or Miami. And, and then we, we, we have great entertainment, much more inclusive entertainment. We have a theater that changes configuration three different times throughout the voyage. So you get a different, and of course, all of that is done in and in, delivered in a, in a way that only Virgin can do. They have that secret sauce with that crew who are engaging and provide a fantastic experience. And then it's, it's designed for adults only. So it all comes together very nicely in a very differentiated experience. On the topic of Virgin's secret sauce, how have other companies within the Virgin Group inspired and influenced Virgin Voyages? Well, we stand on the shoulders of a lot of great, great companies and a lot of successful companies. And, you know, when you look at Virgin Atlantic and what they did with the clubhouse, you know, we try to take that feel and make some of our, our, our places feel like that, very casual, laid back, approachable. So we are a different style of, of service. We are not, you know, white glove stuffiness. We are all about making people feel comfortable, giving them what they need. And, and it all comes from the folks that we hire. I've learned early in my career, if you hire great people, take good care of them, they're going to take good care, care of our guests. And we hire people with attitude. We want people to be themselves. We don't want them to be so scripted that you get the same answer all the time. You know, at, at Disney, you know, you couldn't have a visible tattoo. Tattoos are kind of a badge of honor around here. I'm not saying you have to have a tattoo, but, you know, we, we, let, we let people be who they are. And that comes across as very genuine. And you can build relationships with, with, with folks easily when you're genuine. So when you're hiring, when you're recruiting staff, what are you looking for? Well, we're looking for uh, enthusiasm. We're looking for people who are energetic. We look for people who believe in this brand and want to do something different with their careers. We want this to be the best gig of their life. That's what we say. And so we take good care of them. We, we, you know, they're away from home. We're a very family-oriented business, so we provide free Wi-Fi for them so they can communicate and have video chats with their, with their family. You know, we take away a lot of the burdens of you know, their, the fees that they have to pay on other cruise companies to get to the ship or fly to the ship. We take care of all that for them. So we want people to feel good about the experience, and when they feel good, 
they're going to deliver a great experience for our sailors. So who is Virgin Voyages aimed at? We stay away from this whole age demographic because really it's about attitude. It's about people who want to have fun who want to have a different experience, who want something that, yes, it's luxury, it's a premium experience, but it's not stuffy. We have folks that are, you know, a- anywhere from their from their 20s to Richard is 72, <laughs> celebrated this week, just yesterday. And, and we have people that are in their 70s having a great time. So what we're seeing is that it's just a different way to experience. It's not stuffy, much more f- relaxed, informal, but great quality experiences and, and people come on board and have time of life. 20 to 25% of our, of our sailors who have sailed with us have either booked another cruise or have sailed a second time. So it's, it's doing the right thing. We have more five-star ratings on TripAdvisor than any other ship out there. We won ship of the year last year. So the experience is, is we're, we're doing a lot of things right and we're continuing to get better and better. Of course, consumers are becoming more and more climate conscious. So what can you do here this morning to convince people listening that Virgin Voyages is environmentally responsible? So we started, and this is part of our DNA. Richard lives on an island in, in the Caribbean. You know, he created o- Oceans Unite and is very much focused on the environment. So it's part of, we, we, our business purpose is to create an epic sea change for all. And for all, epic and sea change means it's got to be big, it's got to be grand. For all means across all of our pillars. And at the center of that is our sailors. So we have an epic sea change we spoke about briefly. But it's more than that. It's the community. It's our, it's our partners uh, that we work with. Um, it's about our crew and it's about our oceans. So it is built into our brand purpose. We designed the ship to be the most fuel efficient ship out there. So things that we do, all, obviously, LED lighting, galleys that... The cooktop doesn't get hot until the, the until the pan is on there. Save a lot of energy. The exhaust is not on all the time. It's variable speed exhaust. When you walk out of your of your cabin, the air conditioning shuts off and the, the the curtains close automatically. Everything we did was built in. But we also took it a step further and said, okay, how can we reduce single use plastics and single use products? So we went through the entire stream and we cut out a lot of waste in there and we banned any type of single-use plastic so no straws no water bottles we're the only ship that doesn't you you can't see a water bottle here which means we had to retool it we've got plastic ware that you can be can be reused and we've got water refill stations throughout the ship so it's it's part of our day and we're investing in reusable fuels you know so we we want to have fuels that are not carbon-based and you know that's an opportunity for not only our industry but the airline industry as well. So there's a lot going on. You know we are a, an emitter of greenhouse gases. We know that, but we're trying to be as efficient as we can and as responsible as we can in programs that get us there over the next 20 years. Of course, Virgin Voyages currently has two ships sailing in the Caribbean and Med. Provide us with an insight into the current and future fleet. Right. So we have Scarlet Lady who sails out of Miami doing four and five night cruises to the Caribbean and our private beach club in Bimini. It is fantastic. It is, we're going to be there tomorrow. Um, it is this two amazing pools sitting in a palm grove overlooking the Atlantic Ocean with music and DJs and programming that only Virgin can provide. So it's a fantastic highlight of the, of the cruise. So all of our cruises in the Caribbean go there. Scarlet is, is operating 
year-round out of Miami. And then we have Valiant Lady, who is currently in the med operating out of Barcelona. And, and the good thing about our size of our ship is it allows us to do some very unique things. We can go to places like Bimini, which are pretty small. We can go to downtown Barcelona, and, and because of the size, we can go right downtown, walk off the ship, and you're, at, you're on Las Ramblas. In the wintertime, the Valiant Lady will come back to Miami and do six and eight night sailings down to the Caribbean. And then Resilient Lady will, will join the fleet in May of next year and will operate out of Athens, Greece, and then in the wintertime come to uh, San Juan and do seven night sailings out of San Juan. Resilient Lady will take delivery next May, and then at the end of 2023, we'll take delivery of Brilliant Lady, and Brilliant Lady will operate out of Australia and New Zealand. COVID delayed the launch by 17 months. So did that result in the company having to seek and raise additional funding? The answer is absolutely yes. But we're not alone. Every company in the industry had to go and raise more capital. It's hard to, it's hard not to when you have zero revenue. I mean, we were shut down by the CDC. So yes, we have, but I think that that's, you know, says great things about our investors who believe in this product, who believe in this business. We brought a, uh, another investor in as well, but you know, we have had to put more capital in. We don't like it, but the reality is it's, it's, it's something beyond our control. This is the biggest economic change in the history of mankind so you know everybody has been affected some for the good others for the bad you're almost one year trading now so how have actual bookings compared to projections tom yeah so bookings are are strong Uh, i will tell you that when we or the original business plan for this was that we would launch three ships over a four-year period of time so we would start marketing 18 months later we would deliver the first ship and 15 months later, the, the second ship, 15 months later, the third ship. So we were able to build and grow awareness and grow the size of, of the market. We are now, because of COVID and having to delay ships, we're really trying to fill three ships in a one-year period of time. So we're challenged, but we are building a brand. We're not going to do things that would fill the ship easily with on a price basis, but affect the brand in the long term. So we're growing awareness. Our biggest challenge is awareness. People know a Virgin. They don't know that we have a, a cruise line called Virgin Voyages. But we're, we're changing that. We're investing in advertising and marketing. And, uh, you know, the good news is we've got a fantastic product. And when you have the number one product out there, awareness will come. There continues to be widely held perceptions that cruising is for older folk. Or if someone goes on a cruise, they're going to suffer from cabin fever. How is Virgin going to tackle these myths? Yeah, you know, there's an old saying in the industry that, that cruising is for the newlywed, the nearly dead, and, and after looking at myself, the, we add to it the overfed. So, um, uh, But, you know, that, that is a myth. That is what Virgin is all about, goes into industries and disrupts things and changes things around. So, so we are, with the, with the way we're focused on the adult market, the way we're focused on a differentiated experience, again, we're not just trying to seek younger people trying to treat people with that have the, the, the right mindset and the attitude that they want to have a good time. As the CEO of a Virgin Group company, provide us with an insight into your approach to problem solving. We never have problems here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as a, as a startup business, you have to be nimble. You have to be able to react and pivot quickly. I could tell you, you know, tons of examples of, of things like that, like Cuba, right? We were ready to go to Cuba. We, it was a fantastic itinerary. And then Trump changed that, and we, we, as in the United States, we couldn't go to Cuba. But it's about having the right team, the right mindset, and uh, have, having problem solvers, right? And so it's okay to make mistakes, we say. 
it's okay to fail, but we fail fast and we change. And having the right attitude of people that's, that are ready to continue, never quit, never give up. And, and you can't do it by yourself. You've got to put the team together. So this is not about Tom McAlpin solving a problem. It's the team effort to solve the problem, and it works. And finally this morning, Tom, what have you learned from working alongside Sir Richard Branson over the past eight years? Richard is a genuinely great guy. He never stops having ideas. I mean, hey, look, we are a successful business, and he's, he's coming up with new ideas all the time. Some of them are good. Some of them are, you know, not so good. <laughs> uh, but he's a fantastic guy, and he's got incredible passion and insight, and he really wants to do good slogan of the Virgin Group is to change business for good and he really believes in that and everything we do that's part of our you know of our DNA so learned a lot from Richard he is a gregarious guy a fun guy loves he's a prankster he loves the the practical jokes and I've had a a couple glasses of water poured on my head over the the last (laughs) 10 years so yes he's a great guy Well, if you've just tuned in, that was the president of Virgin Voyages, Tom McAlpin, and I certainly believe that the exciting Virgin Voyages experience is one that other cruise lines will be seeking to emulate in the years ahead. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.